to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. Hi, I'm Shah. I'm Ali. And we're Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 15. 15. I was going to say 14, so I'm glad oh, you said it first. you ruined your own life, and you've been so good the past two episodes as well. It's only because we've literally spoken about it seconds before we've started the podcast. Also very true. It's all right. Don't, don't discredit yourself. So, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. The OG... I love Friday the 13th. See, it holds a special place in my heart. See on Twitter, like when you see, like I follow the Michael Myers account, like just a fan account, and they always put like polls up of like, oh, what's your favourite? And it's normally uh, Halloween, Scream, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. That's normally the four. Yeah. I think Friday the 13th is one of the weakest ones, you know. Why? I, I don't know, especially after re-watching the original. I think the original Friday the 13th, I get that it's the birthplace of Jason Voorhees, but it's not actually Jason Voorhees. No. And instead, it's just, it's just like your your stereotypical slasher. But it was the first one to kind of one of the first to do it. So I think maybe back in the day it would have been groundbreaking. But when you're watching it today, and I'm going to upset a lot of people here. You are. I just think it's nothing on Halloween. It's nothing on Scream. It's probably up there with Friday the uh, with Nightmare on Elm Street. I'd say I love the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. But I think it's a film. You can't say a film's good because it's the birthplace of something that happened a few films down the line. I oh, see. I really like it. I don't like. I like this way more than I like Halloween. No, yeah. not for me. I just I, I I didn't get the big thing about Halloween when I watched it again, and then, but watching this, I was like, yeah, I love this film. To, to me, this seemed like I, I've got one on my notes that I, I I wonder if the plan to do such as bigger sequels as it did, because it it would just be good as a standalone film. It's just like a. Beginning, middle, end, someone's killing, this is who it was at the end. Yeah. Obviously, I'm glad they did turn it into what they did, because the other Fridays, uh, well, just the story of Jason Voorhees is good. Yeah, how he, how he evolved as a character was excellent. Yeah. Um. Right, okay, so let's start off. It starts off in the early 1950s, or maybe the late 1950s, actually. I think it was 1958. And I, this, obviously, surprise, Pamela Voorhees is the king killer, it's not Jason. Yeah. But... I was like, when when I, you know when you think and watch something back and because you've seen it before, you have time to question things more and you're like, yeah. oh, right, okay. I was like, holy shit, like she's been on. She's been doing this for a few years because it starts off in the 50s and she was the killer even then, mm. even though not specified. What, the one who killed them two to teach Yeah, teams, at yeah. the very, very start. And like you said about... Um... Like you said about when you watch it again and you already know what happened, you've got time to question stuff. It's actually quite obvious that the killer is not... It's not someone, like, wearing a mask and a cloak or something scary-looking because when those two teens are killed, when they see Pamela, who we find out later on in the film, that's who it was, like, they don't rush around and jump around. He's like, oh, we weren't doing anything. It looks like someone he knows or someone who we don't see as a threat and he's just like, oh, we're just falling around. Like, he doesn't doesn't seem scared for his life. So there's your first hint that it's not... It's not your stereotypical killer who's wearing a mask and a massive machete in his, well, knife in his hand or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, I I really like this film in terms of it gives a good perspective of the killer point of view, which I also agree Halloween does very well. She, the, what makes me laugh about this, so they're, they're singing, they're, they're at this camp, all the kids are asleep. I had to re-watch this movie, not A, because I was on a website that kept putting pop-ups up and then it crashed my iPad, right. but... I, I had to rewind because it's so dark in the children's cabins that I was looking and I was thinking, fuck, has she killed the kids? I was looking and I was like, <laughs> hang on a minute, it's the blood like, around the kids' beds yeah. and it wasn't, thank God, but I did have to rewatch. But they're all singing these Christian songs and I was just pissing myself because I was like, there's these two people giving the fuck me eyes over these Christian yeah. songs and I was just like, ooh, it's a bit weird that. So that's what it is though, it's just stereotypical teen shagging. Like, yeah. a, lot, a lot of this film, it's... It's quite black and white. It, there's no real character development. Like you don't feel no, anything isn't. for the characters. But I think this was so early on when they started to do that. Where because back then, teens getting slaughtered. Like nowadays, that's your stereotypical horror. But back then, it necessarily wasn't. So mm-hmm. maybe you didn't need character development. It was just a shock of someone going around killing teenagers. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with that. And so she kills the two 
people. This girl really pissed me off. I mean, I know she was in blind panic because she just watched the guy she was banging get yeah. stabbed, essentially. But I'm sorry, but that looked like a place where there'd be plenty of tools and yeah. objects to try and defend yourself. She's sort of throwing these useless cardboard boxes at them and shifted stuff out of the way. And I know that she was probably in a blind panic, but I was like, come on, yeah. have your wits about you a little bit. However, I'm not judging. So the first thing after we get the title of Friday the 13th, and something I do like about the titles is, and it's done in a couple of the scenes where they're about to be killed or they've just been killed and it fades to white. Yeah. I, re- I quite like that. And I don't know why, but I just think it's quite shocking. <sighs> yeah, there was quite a few off-screen deaths in this, which I'm not a fan of off-screen deaths, but it recovered in some of them where, only in some, where you saw the aftermath. Yeah, of Which the kind death. of, that okay, fair enough, because back in them days, especially I'd imagine, I'm sure I'll find out later, but Can't the budget <laughs> wouldn't have been especially high. And back then, obviously, special effects was a lot harder to come by. Yeah, and definitely. Harder to perfect. So it'd be hard to to see the axe swinging into someone and hit him in the face. Like mm. that's, I think nowadays, even, it's hard to pull that off without it looking very CGI. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I'm not going to hold them to off-screen deaths because there are some really good deaths in this film without that. Yeah. So we meet Annie, who is going to be a cook at Camp Crystal Lake when it's reopening up. She goes into the town. She's sort of been hitchhiking away there. And she goes in, I think it's like a diner slash mm. like shop thing. Can I just say why on about hitchhiking? How far has she fucking walked? Because she's wearing all hiking gear. Yeah. And it doesn't look like she's been dropped off. And it looks like she's been hiking a while. And Crystal Lake's 20 miles away from where she is there. Yeah, the like same, it's another 20 from? miles down the road. How fucking far has she walked? Yeah, I mean, the, the details of a journey aren't specified. But yeah, she does look like she's been there for yeah. quite some time. She asks the people inside the diner bit, you know, does anybody know the way to Camp Crystal Lake? And it silences yeah. the place. Now, I'm not I'm not one to sort of follow rumour, but if nobody wants the fucking place to open, if everybody falls silent at the name yeah. of it, you'd think you'd be like, eh, there's other jobs. The, there are some Could very, do. very cringy bits in this where I think, I think that's, you're trying to implicate that because don't get me wrong, a a, a, a boy drowning at a lake, I'd imagine it's an awful thing. Yeah, but, but it's it, it happened in a lot it's of not places. A camp yeah, and then two teens getting murdered. I admit it's bad, but the, the way they're going about it is like every time someone walks in, you never see him again and yeah. stuff like that. When essentially what's happened is there's been a couple of murders. That well, yeah. one murder, but two people were murdered. There was never anything suggesting that Crystal Lake's been like this for many years to come. It's not like it's got a massive backlog of history. Yeah, it was just, just a boy drowning and then time. someone died at the year a couple of people murdered the year after. Yeah, they've said that people have tried to open it before though, haven't yeah. they? There's been trouble. But like, there's never been any deaths. No. And if there was lots you'd think of fires. The, yeah, you'd think if the trouble was bad enough they'd be investigated and essentially. Yeah. So far. I don't this is this makes me question Pam's motive. Pam. I don't. I feel weird calling her Pam. I feel like she deserves. I, I feel like still being respected and saying Mrs. Voorhees. So I don't know whether this is is her motive to be a murderer or is a motive to keep the camp closed. I don't think she has a motive. I think she's insane because at the end you get the shots where she's. It's as if Jason's in her conscience. She's oh, like, I kill her, mummy, kill oh, her. Yeah, Pamela. So she plays so well in this film. I think she, it's Betsy Palmer. She, that's her name. She looks so psychotic, and it's it's a, the best performance in the film. The teenagers' acting's shite. Yeah, it's but you look you, shite. It's old school shite, which is funny. Whereas yeah. modern day, when you get shit teens acting, it's just oversold and stuff. But Pamela, yeah, she she really did sell that role. Yeah. So you've got she then one of the lorry drivers gives her a lift. And they're just walking out and then fucking Crazy Ralph appears. Yeah. I love Crazy Ralph. No, nah, fuck. This is the type of thing that made me cringe in the film. Like, that bit was funny, but when he turns up to the camp later and he's stood in the cupboard. Just waiting and in the goes, cupboard. And then he goes, you're all doomed. And it's like, they're not doing that ironically. They're trying to make that seem yeah. scary. And I was just like, that's not scary. Like, you, it's too fast in my opinion. You know when you asked me in the paranormal episode what I'd do if I could haunt somewhere? I'd do some shit like that. <laughs> I'd wait in a cupboard. I'd change my answer. But yeah, he warns the... Annie that she's gonna die there and it's it's doomed, it's not a good place to be. Fucking creepy look van driver, by the way. Yeah. I know it was like a what it it came out in the eighties. I knew it was like an early eighties film, but for him to be like, Oh, are all the girls are gonna be as good looking as you there? And then he help when he helps her up into the 
lorry there's hands on ass i didn't see and that. i was like yeah that's fucking weird you would not get in yeah, the car with that i didn't see that but yeah she gets in anyway it then cuts towards another car and three people driving into camp crystal lake so they're the other counselors and at that point and i don't know why it happened but i was like fucking hell kevin bacon's in this movie oh. kevin bacon is a big deal like oh. he's a big actor i don't know who that is do you know the guy who does the mobile phones adverts and he's quite popular have you never heard of the kevin bacon number so if you've got it's really quite clever i mean i don't know why it's kevin bacon but it is if you link any actor or any famous person and you say what is um i don't know meryl streep's kevin bacon number for example it's the idea that kevin bacon links everybody together and it gives you how many people it had to go through for Meryl Streep to be associated with Kevin Bacon. Mm. And it's really weird that it's Kevin Bacon out of all people. I mean, it'd be only one with Meryl and Kevin because they were in River Wild together. But it's really odd. And you can do it with any actor, like how many people they've been through to work with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. It's fucking genius. But yeah, it's a big deal. And I didn't even know that he was in this film. But one of the fun facts that I've got is... Kevin Bacon wasn't a big actor in that movie. It was yeah. sort of like Johnny Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. It wasn't like the notoriety they have now with being yeah. famous. And they're all, they all seem nice enough. I mean, it's fucking shit acting, but they're all they're, right. they're, I like that they don't try and make him out to be a complete dickhead like the normal doing horrors. Like, you know, they're going to be the first to go because they're the biggest knobhead. Yeah. And so they're all okay. I, I mean, you've the got. the first to go. It's a hiker, isn't it? Yeah. And he's the first to go. And this. I, I thought she was a final girl. This is where I'm coming from as well. I Because we got two deaths so early on in the film, you automatically assume that they are the opening kills. Yeah. And you're not going to see much else for yeah. a little while. When actually, you've got Annie. So she she gets dropped off because he says he's not going all the way down there. Yeah. And she's walking for a little while. And then another car pulls up and she gets in. Now... We see it from... This is the first time, again, we see it from the killer's perspective. And she's just making innocent comments about, you know, she she's always wanted to work with kids, she, but yeah. she hates calling them kids because they sound like little goats. Yeah. And they drive past, and as they're driving, they drive straight past the Camp Crystal Lake opening, and then it turns quite sinister. So she's pleading for him to get out the, to, for her to get out of the car, and this car starts speeding along even quicker. What would have happened if she just stayed in that car? Because I feel like it'd have had, they've had to stop at one point. Yeah. But she sort of leaps out the car, and this really—I mean, I don't know. I've never been in a situation where I've nearly been chased to the point where I was murdered. But you'd think she'd be able to stay on her feet a little bit yeah. fucking better. You get the impression as well that the killer knows this area well because it shows you a shot when she gets out the car and runs into the woods. Pamela starts walking after her. And then quickly changes direction. Yeah, like, like she as, works as out where, where she's she, going. She, yeah, so she knows where to go cut her off. So that's not one of the things you pick up if you was watching it first time. Because obviously we know in that. It was like, oh yeah, the, the killer knows how to intercept wherever they're going to go. Yeah, I mean, I guess she's hurt a knee or her ankle or something. Mm. Because she's limping and Jump, she jumped, jumped out, out of the car. But you'd think at that point your adrenaline would take over. Yeah. And you'd be able to stand your feet. Because she just can't get off of you, You've knees. got to remember as well, this is one of my, my points towards the end during the final battle. Is that in most horror films, a serial killer, they've got a trait about them which makes them a much bigger advantage to be able to kill someone than vice versa. Mm. Like Michael Myers, you just can't kill, he just gets back up. Freddy's only in nightmares, like he's hard to get one on one. Ghostface has a ghost like ability where, like, you'll kick him, turn around, look back, he's gone. Yeah. Whereas Pamela's just Pamela. She's only, she's a, she's interesting. She's just a woman. She's got nothing about her. So in this final battle, when I was thinking, when they were scrapping with each other, I thought. That that would be like essentially me because and bearing in mind these are young teenagers mm. with so they'll be probably more powerful and more fit. That'd be like a a, th- a fourteen fifteen year old fat chubby kid trying to come. I'd just be like, well, hang on a minute. What film is it in? It's Scary Movie Two when the skeletons running after, and she turns down. She's like, actually, it's actually, just a, just a just skeleton. A yeah, that's what I'd be like. I'd be like, well, it's an even matchup if anything, especially when they haven't got a weapon. Yeah, I mean, she's and I suppose the only thing. That you can sort that sort of gives her a superhuman ability is a knowledge of the camp and where everything is. Yeah. So yeah, she Annie gets killed, and she it's it's off screen death. I would argue, I suppose. Yeah. Because you don't get to see a throat being slit. You just yeah. get to see the aftermath of a throat being slit. So I always get really confused with the 
actual councillor names. So there's, is it Marcy? Don't ask me because I do not know down the Right, names. I'm getting on it. Right, there's Neddy, who's the one who's a bit of a dick, like walks around with cultural appropriation Indian costumes mm. on. Uh, Marcy and I can't remember the girl's name. Brenda? Yes, Brenda, Bill, and then you've got Alice, right. who is the final girl. Right, okay, I'm there. So they all meet up. You've also got uh, the head councillor sort of thing, the one who owns it, Christy, and he puts them to work straight away. Bit weird between Alice and Christy. Mm. Did I? Am I the only one who thought that no. he looked a lot older than she yeah. did? So she was up putting nails in the gutter in. If anybody, you know, yeah. not doing a great job because if everybody just put up the nails with gutter in it, bit gutterers would be out of business. Yeah. But she's just making the best of what she's got, and there is that sort of inference that they've slept together. Maybe. Yeah, he touches her face and says, "Give me another chance and stuff like that." And it, it is quite a creepy vibe. Yeah, and she draws him, and he said, and she says, "That's how you looked last night." You, and you've got to remember though, this film. We know now that it's all about Jason slash Pamela for one. Yeah. But it could have been anyone for people watching that. It could have been one of the counsellors. It could have been... Do you know what I mean? At that point, we didn't know it had anything to do with Jason Voorhees. So it could, he could may well have been the killer. Yeah, So that's maybe a they were trying to make you second guess yourself and think, oh, I wonder if it's any of these lot. Yeah, that's a point, actually. Um, I, w- I would agree with that. Then you just see the counsellors sort of getting on with what they're doing. So it's building lot, up the Yeah, campus. a lot of this film is very much... You've got a lot of fillers, like time fillers. Yeah. It kind of does nothing, and then at the end it's bang, 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 death, 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 death. Yeah, and so I think the next scene we cut to Brenda putting the target on the thing. I would have been fucking fuming yeah, if somebody thought, shot an arrow that, that, that it, close I thought, to fuck me. me. That's you don't do that for a laugh, do you? Because no. you can fucking kill someone with that. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, Jesus Christ! I'd have been so pissed off, but she's like, <laughs> Yeah, he must have trusted silly. his shot. Yeah. Fuck that. And then you've also got the uh, river scene. Well, it's more, it's not a river. It's, it's more of a lake, really. Camp Crystal Lake, obviously. So they're putting together the boardwalk thing for the lake, and this guy pretends to start drowning. Also would have been very fucking pissed off. Just to go back, I was just reading from my notes and to catch up with where we were. This, the, the first kill was an on-screen kill, wasn't it? She, he slit, she slit her throat. Yeah, she slit her throat. You, you couldn't see the see. slit, but you could see after. Yeah, the aftermath. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. fine, yeah. I just, it's, still, I, I've, yeah. it's not an on-screen. I mean, I suppose... I don't know if you want to argue it's an on-screen. You don't see the action. No. And you Whereas do see you the do aftermath. But norm, like when I see aftermath, I normally think like... You hear a scream, it fades to black, and then later on in the film, they open the cupboard door and there's someone hanging there. Or, do you yeah. know that's So, yeah. It, it, mm, I'd count it... I don't know. I don't know if I'd count it off-screen or on-screen. Yeah, but it's the exact same as the beginning scene, the like the first first kill with the guy. Mm. You don't see him die, but then you see him covered in blood yeah. laying on the floor. So yeah, really, it's a tough one. We'll, 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 I'll go off screen. Okay, I'm glad. Right, so the guy, Neddy, pretends to drown. And I thought that would have really pissed off Pam. See, it's been such a... It's been such... Yeah, because she was watching, wasn't she? Yeah, she was watching the scene unfold because we saw a lot of that scene from yeah. her perspective. With, but with, about these perspectives, I think this is a bit before that. You get the not the first like POV shot of a killer, but what's the main character's name? Alice. Alice, yeah. Alice runs down this slope to tell someone about something then runs back up and you're in the killer's perspective. And they're stood behind a tree so fucking narrow. <laughs> she's and so close. she runs right next to her. And she even like... When she goes past the tree, she's like, she, if, if you was running that way, she'd be about there, you'd yeah, see her. Yeah, you would see her. But I'd imagine back in them days, it was bulky as fuck cameras. Like, it's hard to get the right shots and make yeah. it look believable. Can so. you imagine <laughs> Pamela Vorey standing there that's in camouflage I mean. you'd with think, a fucking You'd think, couch. fuck me, if you, you see her if that's a killer. Yeah, I mean, she's not the smallest woman. She's not big, but she's quite well built. And she's that fucking a jumper she wears that stands right out jumper. like a sore thumb. She's not exactly in a ghillie suit, is she? And also, may I add, like, what an excellent killer she must be to not have a speck of blood on her. Can yeah. I just add, wearing that white... I mean, well, we, she probably wasn't wearing she was a white jumper. Film. We'll, we'll pretend she, I like to think she was. I like to think she was because it's very iconic. That's what, in the yeah. in the other films, that's what Jason keeps hold of, isn't it? That blue yeah, jumper in the head. Yeah, blue? Is it white? It's blue. Fuck off. It's blue. No, it's not. Yeah, the jumper's blue. You only watched it two days ago. I swear it was like a white colour. No, I'll show you. Oh, shit. I'm sure it's blue. Let's have a look. We'll pause it now. Right, Oliver's that, just shown me. That's that's blue. 
Ew, shit. Yeah, all right, okay, I'll let you have it. It's right. a blue. Could be a grey, though. So, Alice is back in her room. She's preparing all her stuff. And I really liked this scene. And this is going to be my English, inner English teacher symbolising. But she sees the snake in her room. And there's, like, a massive panic. And the snake ends up getting beheaded. Snake is symbolism for the devil, symbolism for the killer in the film. Mrs. Voorhees also gets beheaded. Did they use a fucking snake, in, like a real snake, to kill? Because it, the snake's body's still moving after it kills it, Maybe. which is what would actually happen. I, I'd love to know if that... It, it wasn't lo- in my fun fact. It looks, like, it looks like it was a real snake, which if so, I'm surprised it got away with. Yeah, but it sort of foreshadows yeah. the ending of the film, which I quite liked. And then, yeah... With the machete as well. With the machete, yeah. Because I, I put down the first time you see a machete in the Friday the Thirteenth franchise is in a teenager's hand, and you'd have thought it'd been all Voorhees or Miss Voorhees. But yeah. no, it, first time it's seen, it was in the teenager's. And hand. we never, we don't know whether Mrs. Voorhees was a killer with a machete. Like there were, a, yeah. Friday the Thirteenth didn't really pick up till the third one. Yeah, when Jason became more iconic and had his mask and his machete, like sat by his side. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Crazy Ralph is in the cupboard. Yeah. So. How he got in there, I'm not quite sure. How he, you know, they just let him walk off. There was a really weird scene between a police officer in between that point as well on a bike that was completely pointless. Yeah, it's very Scooby-Doo, this film, in the sense where it's like you have yeah, you have a group of people, you have a bad person trying to get that group of people and at the end it's all happy ending kind of thing. Yeah. It's not, you know, some franchises are built up to... Some franchises are built up, so the first film opens a can of worms for so many doors to go down. Like, Scream and stuff. There's so many untied loose ends at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas this one, like, I'd love to... Like, Halloween was never supposed to... Be about Michael Myers. Yeah, it was it was, it was, it was, it was going to be anthology. like... A, yeah, where it's just completely random each time. That's why Halloween Season of the Witch mm, turned was... out to be something completely irrelevant to the Michael Myers series. And there's just nothing in this film that makes you think, maybe... I suppose Jason jumping up from the boat at the end, but you can argue that that was just a dream, which happens in every film as that a cliffhanger. That was originally not supposed to be in the scene, either, like the whole film either. That was supposed to never happen. Exactly. Like... So I, I think this film maybe was written as a... Not as a one-off cut-off at the end, that's it, we're never going to do another, but it wasn't made with the intention to do more because this was the first in a series, mm. so it hadn't seen how much box off it it would make. It hadn't seen the popularity it had become. So would there be any big plans for we're definitely going to do another film after this? True. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then we've got the guy that was thinking, like Neddy, that was his name. They've got the guy going into the place where Marcy and Kevin Bacon's character end up going in. And we don't know that he's dead yet, but we have a pretty good guess because mm. we see it from the killer's perspective once again, him coming in. Uh, then, as I say, Mars, there's a big storm that's coming. Yeah. They say, and so that's sort of like, not not great, but they all decide to split up anyway and yeah. wander around in a place that they're not familiar with because they only got to the camp that day. Questionable choices. However, this bit is the film. In this bit of the film, I never really understand why it's there. I don't know whether it's to try and give some sort of character development or not, but it. I don't know if it misses the mark. It's just very odd. Marcy and Kevin Bacon's character. I should really give him his name, but I can't remember it. They all they're sitting down and talking just before the rain starts and the thunder starts coming. She says she's always hated storms, and it's a scene I always remember from the film, and. She tells him about a dream she has, and she says, "And the water turns to blood." In the dream, yeah, it's a real. It's one that always sticks in my mind, and I don't know why, but it's. I don't know whether it's foreshadowing that the storm is going to be her death, or Mm. Or maybe they're just trying to make the film more eerie. Yeah, it's just really weirdly misplaced. So they've got that they're doing the business. Hanky Punk. It's a very extended scene, may I add, as well. Like, it goes on for, like, ten seconds more than it should do. To be fair, there was a lot of scenes in this film, and I never normally pick up on stuff like this, so for me to have picked up on it, it was quite, uh, quite out there, like, to see. But a scene would end, and the camera just doesn't do anything. Like, the scene ends, and then there's, like, four or five seconds of just... Like, filler time. Yeah, like, there's there's nothing else happens in the scene, and you just see the lake, and there's... Yeah, maybe like it was there for like shots. an eerie feel, like feeling, but it just felt like it was badly edited. Do you mm. know what I mean? I, badly edited, is, uh, 
Like you're expecting to see someone like run, you know, like how Scream does when he runs across the bushes. Yeah. And you see him. It was like those types of shots where it just stayed there, but nothing happens, happened and it, it happened yeah. several times. Maybe once or twice, it'd give you that. Oh God, like is there something there that I'm not seeing? But it was a, a lot of end, a lot of the end of dialogue scenes, and I just thought, like, is this, am I meant to be looking for something here? Yeah. Like, I don't know whether the lake was sort of inferring that Jason was always watching or... Possibly, yeah. But it, we wouldn't know that Watching that for the first the time. Yeah, well, yeah, film. exactly. Yeah, interesting. But, yeah, they, they have this... There's this sex scene, and I don't... I, I understand why it happens, and because then it leads to Kevin Bacon's death, but it's very odd because she was just on about... She was, like, exploring a traumatic childhood nightmare. Is that the ultimate turn-on? Water turns to blood. All right, well, let's go. Halloween H2O, it's the same, isn't it's it? Just... About a traumatic life, and then he's trying to put it on her. Yeah, it's just very weird. Anyway, it's very weird. Lasts longer than it should, but then you get... I, what I do like is there's this, like, love scene going on on the bottom bunk, but then at the top bunk, there's this dead body laid yeah. above them. I like that, that so Neddy's good. body was good. Everything sort of happens. By this time, there's Brenda, Bill, and also Alice in another section of the camp and they decide to play strip monopoly random time filler yeah. just sort of trying to explain the time away it, until it's, yeah it's just all pointless dialogue that doesn't really i'm just gonna throw this out here now alice is one of the weakest final girls oh, i've ever come across completely agree she's quite pitiful as a final girl you never a final girl you should get a sense of feeling that she's got some fight back in her but she's always running and running like crying doing the wrong thing sydney things. gives out a fucking kicks like oh, um sydney prescott hero Jamie Lee Curtis gives yeah, a don't fucking... don't even talk to me about Laurie Strode because she's a fucking legend. Yeah, gives stabs in the neck and all sorts and bullets and... But no, she just... She's just a runner. She's very weak. Yeah, she's she's very runner. There's no... Like we said it from the start, you should know from the get-go in a film, within the after the first kill, there should be 10, 15 minutes where you know this is a final girl. Like, this yeah. is what it's all going to be about. But we thought Annie was, and that just shows how weak... Alice's performance is. That's what I'm saying. In girl. this film, you don't see that. The, She's just, very mousy, isn't she? You don't know enough about her. You don't, could because to, you've got to have a traumatic, like a traumatic backstory, like Sydney did, or yeah, you got to have some sort of relation to the killer, or the killer, like targeted Laurie for some reason, and you could mm. see that from the get go that he was following her. Whereas this one, you, you you didn't really know who the final girl was going to be. Yeah. Because she's not exactly innocent. She she's joined in with the Monopoly strip and drinking and all this, so you thought she's don't, don't yeah, really she's follow not. she don't follow final girl rules. No, like normally they expect like, no, I'm not playing those types of games and you can tell she's sweet and innocent and Yeah. But the, yeah, she's just It could have not, been any one of the lasses there and it wouldn't have really made a difference. I would have thought Brenda was actually more final girl material than she was the one that Yeah, because she seemed very outcastish. She was going by herself and she was yeah. walking and like you, you never saw any of her family or she didn't have a friends from the start yeah she was quite innocent and polite yeah. so you'd have thought i liked brenda as well I, I did i'm surprised liked, she died so early yeah i liked her character uh, i didn't like marcy though the one that gets an axe to the head which we'll talk about in a minute yeah. so this is another uh, both films actually it, sorry both parts that always stick into my head involve marcy in this film and she goes into the bathroom for one i'd piss in a bucket i ain't going in that storm for anybody it was fucking chucking it down. It, like, I've never seen rain like it in my entire life. If you knew you had to go across the camp in that, in the dark, nah. No. Nah. You'd, you'd, you know what? You'd go outside if you needed to. Yeah. But you'd not be going all the way to another bit. By this point, the power's sort of gone out, so they're trying to work out in the other camp how to get the generator back yeah. on. Bill manages to get the generator back on. But this is the... It's a weird scene. She's in the bathroom. She's like sort of brushing her hair, nipped to the toilet, and then she starts talking to herself in the mirror, and I'm like, Does that, mm. is that what male directors think that girls do? And yeah. I sometimes think about this. I'm like, because she says something, she says, you'll always, and I said to myself, Lizzie, you'll always be plain. And I'm like, is that a, is that a scene from a film or something like that that yeah. we're supposed to know about? But it just, this this whole film just seems to miss the mark on women, yeah. I think, in, I think as a, a lot, general rule. I think rule. a lot of horrors do, like you get in Scream, they come into the bathroom and the girls are bitching proper loud and proper cheerleader. And yeah. It's, it's just what you'd expect to see. Like, it's stereotypical of them, isn't but it? But like that was the meta side of it. Like, boys are normally very sexist and, yeah. like, slapping asses and drinking and trying to push on sex onto, yeah. onto girls. Which, back then, I think nowadays, you couldn't get away with a lot of scenes like that. No, but Scream gets away with it because Wes Craven didn't think that that's what girls and 
boys were like. It was how he was seeing everybody else in horror portraying girls and boys. So yeah, that was the meta it was side of it. A joke of it isn't but so. yeah, it is. It's it is yeah. It was, it's just a bit icky. Anyway, it is a good scene. You get the um, axe to the head, and yeah. I like the fact that the the thing's still swinging, yeah. the light's still swinging, and it is an off-screen kill, just like the throat slit one is. But as I say, the the special effects look pretty good. The axe to the head actually looks pretty good. What makes up for the off-screen deaths in this film is the arrow kill through the neck. Well, just yeah, here, because that, like... that is a fucking sick kill. It, it's way ahead of its time that kill back in back in those days. It. The effects like look quite good, and it it's gory. It spins round as it's in there, and you just think, "Oh God!" So that that I think that's what it, if most of films kills were like a lot of them are where like you got the gay arrow to the door. Yeah, I'd be like, "Come on, like show us a bit of something." But that arrow makes up for it. Yeah. So Kevin's yeah, I completely skipped over Kevin Bacon's death because that happens before Marcus. But do you know what freak makes me a bit icky? All right. They were laid under there for that whole entire bit. Mm. Like, how can you imagine him? Just, like, can you imagine Pam just being there, like, for fuck's sake? Yeah, this is this is not Scary, ideal. But yeah, but that's what drives it. It's kids having sex because they were yeah, the kids that were was what sex was the reason was looking after the yeah. kids. So yeah, that scene was amazing. Like the and it always makes me jump as well. I know it's coming. I know it's gonna happen. But it's because there's like it, it plays out for about a minute long before he's actually his head's grabbed yeah. and the arrow goes through his neck and I'm sitting there like oh shit when is it coming when yeah. is it coming and then when it happens I'm like oh now I was watching this with mum a couple of nights ago so when I watched it over we were watching it and mum just went oh my god <laughs> she was absolutely mortified but yeah so that's two other characters two other campers down it's quite important to say as well that uh, Christy is out of the camp at that point so he's away picking up stuff for, yeah, and he ends up in a diner yeah, so that's just important to, to know so there's no like lead adult character does he there. die is he the one who's nailed to the door in the end yeah he dies is he the one that's bowed to the door no that's Bill how does the other guy die I can't remember we do see him do we yeah we do see him dead is it just in one of the chase scenes like she runs into him his body or something yeah right, that's, that's right. where we see him it's not like an important one so, may I add as well, like this, Pamela Voorhees knows how to clean a bathroom, knows how to clean a crime scene very quickly. Is this when the other girl comes in? Yeah. And you see a peep behind the curtain. Oh, That's that did make me eerie, There's yeah. another bit earlier on where he sees Pamela in the cabin, doesn't he? There's like an old run-down cabin. And he's running next to the lake and he sees it and he's like, can I help you? Because he goes up Yeah, that's Neddy. That's the one who is on top of the bed. Is that him? Yeah, because yeah. that... When you see someone moving around up there and he goes to investigate, I was like, oh, that's, that's the type of shit I like, eerie yeah. stuff. Yeah, when when it grabs, when the curtain like is moved slightly, yeah, that is that hand. fucking yeah, creepy, to scary. be fair. So yeah, I really like Brenda. So the, they end up having, the wind mysteriously opens the door, sends all the Monopoly stuff flying, and she ends up, she's like, for fuck's sake, I've left my window, window open. open in the cabin. So she's brushing her teeth. She's She manages to get out the bathroom without feeling the wrath of Pam. And gets into bed and she's laid reading and she hears like what sounds like a child. Saying, help me. Help, help me, help yeah. me. And that really freaked me out because that doesn't sound like doesn't Pamela, sound like Pamela did. Yeah. I mean, so then I think, is, was Jason actually there? Was it the ghost of Jason or mm. was it just Pamela putting on the voice? You you don't ever really work yeah. it out. But yeah, it, she, she sort of follows it. And this makes me feel really bad for Brenda because she... Should she surely have not been saved by Mrs. Voorhees? Because she was actually concerned. She didn't do anything wrong. She was concerned. She chased after the voice of the child. Mm. And that was what led to her undoing. Because the lights come on in the archery range. And you just hear her screaming. Mm. And so you sort of automatically... Like, that sets Alice off and they hear it. So her and Bill end up going to Brenda's cabin to see if everything's okay. And this bit's quite cool, where they lift the quilt and there's just the axe there with the blood stain down it. Yeah, and when they're there, they're like, what's going on? Fuck me. You're in a <laughs> Get cabin out. in the middle of nowhere that's got a reputation of murders and deaths. Yeah. And, and there's a axe with blood on in the, on the bed sheet and they're sat yeah. there, what's going there's on? There's an actual quote from Alice and she's like, Something doesn't feel right. And it's like, no fucking shit. Oh, the actual blood under the bed sheet, yeah. Does probably, that give yeah. you the impression? I, I'd probably question fucking what's going on at that point as well. And they're standing there chatting together and in they go back to Alice's cabin and 
she's like, I don't know, should we call someone? Should we? Should we? Yes, should we you do fucking something? should. You heard someone. They're aware of the lights coming on and off. They're aware of the screen. Yeah. I'd get that point. You'd be like, is it could a, prank? Be a prank? But when there's an act with blood on it on the yeah. on the thing, I'd I'd then think because they're already suspicious that something dodgy is yeah. going on at this point. So I'd have definitely been out of there. And there's something wrong with the car as well. My I add, like the car they go and try to fix like that's not working either the phone lines are dead yeah you know some shit have you played the Friday the 13th game I haven't but I've seen videos of it because they've got to try and get the car working yeah it stays very true to the the films like the tasks that you've got to do when you've got to like when she was using stuff to block the cabin doors up to stop someone getting in, that's what you have to do in the game to prevent Jason getting you. No, I think I'd shit my pants if I had to try it. Try I'd it. like to play it. Apparently it is really good. Dead by Daylight finishes me off. I can't w- play Dead by Daylight without crying. Dead by Daylight's sick, but it's also... Uh, it's quite... Friday the 13th's got a bit of nostalgia to it because yeah. you're in the place, you're in Camp Crystal Lake. We should do that one day. We should play it. We, we should, should. We should play Dead by Daylight together. I don't think you can cross platform between Switch and Xbox. No, so. you can't. We'll find a way. We'll find a way. We'll find a way. But it does make me want to cram my eyes out Dead by Daylight, so I don't think I'd fare very I well love with it. Friday I, the I can't 13th. play it by myself, but I'll play it with my mates. Yeah. Even, even with my mates, I still shit myself. It's terrifying. It's clever. It's a clever concept. Mm. So, with the bloody axe is found next to the bed, they go to the... Uh, they go to... Alice's? Alice's cabin. Yeah, because she ends up falling asleep. She has a nice little fucking snooze. Who has a snooze when all that's going on? Like, she is a shit final girl. She is a shit final girl. At this point, we see Christy, who's at the diner. He's having a bit of a chat with the woman. He goes out, ends up needing a lift because his car breaks down with a trailer. Says he'll get one of the councillors to pick it up next day. He ends up dying, so... He's sort of standing in the rain and he's like, he's got the torch, I believe. That's it. Pamela's got, Pamela's shining the torch at him. Yeah. The policeman has to drop him off because there's been a massive collision and he's like people trapped and stuff. Yeah. And I thought, was that Pamela ringing that in because it seemed like a dead place is not much by. Yeah, that's a good It's point. late at night. Why are there so many people out in this big junction crash? So I think Pamela might have rung that in because she knows, oh, it won't take. But then how would she know and the policeman's got him in his car? Mm. It just seems very, very coincidental that she stood near that sign where he gets dropped off. Yeah. And the police have been called to a massive head-on collision where there's people trapped inside the vehicles. I think that's what the calling is. It's yeah, a, it's something it's like that. It's a big car crash all summer, and it seemed like a quiet town and late at night, so maybe yeah. Pamela rang that in to, to get Make him. sure that everybody... Yeah. yeah, I mean, whatever the way, he gets he gets killed. Because, yeah. yeah, she shines a torch on him. So Christy's dead. There is only Bill and Alice left at this point now. And... I do find it pretty shitty how Bill didn't get an on-screen kill either. We yeah. just sort of find him pinned up to the arrows. I would have liked to see more on-screen kills because there was only Kevin Bacon and, I suppose, Pamela at the end that mm. got got a decent yeah. kill, really. So she is shit in her pants, Alice. She's She knows something's not right. She sees Bill's dead body first because she goes towards where the generator is and... Then locks herself in the cabin, starts blocking everything up. You know, you actually start thinking, okay, Alice, got a bit of, you know, you're redeemed slightly because she grabs a rope, she's hooking it up to the like pillars of the ceiling, then hooking it up to the door frame. You think, okay, she's doing okay. And she's sort of sitting, she, oh, this pit pisses me off. She closes the curtains to make out like nobody's there and turns the lights... I don't know whether she turns the lights off or not, I can't remember. But she then goes and stands by an open, like, window frame that's not yeah. blocked up. And I was like, surely, if you're going to do it, do it to all of them. Because the gets thrown in, doesn't Yeah, it? Brenda Why gets... Why has she got rope wrapped around her? Yeah, I don't get that. It's a strange one, that. And we don't really see how she's know, yeah, died you either. how she got killed. No, because there's no... It doesn't look like there's any visible wound. She looks bruised and battered. And then, the, the, again, the worst final girl ever. She gets on her hands and knees and starts crawling and weeping. I just think, get a fucking grip. Like, you're obviously the final girl by this point. Get your fucking act together. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of there. Go run or... I know final girls are supposed to run because until it gets to the point where they've had nothing to turn with a killer and have a, yeah. a face off. But like, I know people might say, oh, you don't know what it's like, you're being shocked. But I would not be crawling on the floor weeping. like Next to a dead body. Yeah, she's literally on her hands and knees crawling. You'd be fucking bolting it straight out of there. Yeah. She's just, she's just an annoying final girl. She's so... She don't follow the final girl rules. And yeah, she, she, she's just she, shit. She's just got nothing about her, that bit of feist. Like, 
She's a forgettable character and yeah, she's the final she girl. Is. Like, is she that in the next film? Exist. Yeah, she is. She dies, though. Right. I think she's the opening kill. Is she? Mm. Ooh. Well, it makes sense, Jason getting his revenge straight away. Yeah, she is the opening kill in the second film, I believe. Right. So, this is something else, like... I mean, I, I presume she thinks that the... Because she hasn't seen that Christy's dead at the moment. And so, she sees the car lights, doesn't she? Yeah. And then, what makes me laugh is, you know, this this rope on the door that she took a few good few minutes to prepare and tie up. She just takes it off. Yeah, straight Opens it up, runs out, and... I don't know whether it's the same car you see when she it's gets pulling up. And I think it is. I think it is. But it must I, be her car. Yeah, but I didn't make the link. Like I remember watching this because I was quite young when I watched this. I must have been like six, or, well, seven or eight years old. It will have been the same car because isn't the first kill, the first proper kill, not the two teenagers? She's sat in the passenger seat and yeah. she slit throat one. Yeah. So it will be the same car because yeah. that's the car that she took her But in, I, it didn't register that to look like it was the same car. Yeah. So I remember being like, seven or eight years old on watching this and Pamela like I, I didn't register that she was the killer yet it is a massive plot twist it's an easy plot twist because you don't see her in the film so obviously you cannot suspect that it's yeah her. and she's so sweet in the she is she's she reassuring out. to watch she's when like, she comes she's out like, don't, it, and it does make you feel reassured as yeah like it a does viewer. Think she's like help. somebody's she you, looks like a mom you think oh god she's gonna get killed now like she's yeah, gonna save the day and she'll getting killed she's like they're all dead they're all dead she was like i'm not afraid she was like i've worked for the christies for yeah. years don't worry we'll sort it all out it's okay and she leads her in and she actually laments over this dead girl's body body and she's like oh god so young so beautiful so young so beautiful and you know, she then she starts saying, you know, I I warned him he shouldn't. He, he, this place should have never been yeah, reopened. You, you you can you can just sense it in her voice that there's something psychotic going well, on. Well, at this point, I didn't think so. I was like, it gets to the point where she's on about Jason, Jason being her son. Yeah. That's when I started thinking, oh shit, something's going on. Mm. But you've got the scene where she does say, she's like, you know, did you ever hear about the little boy? that drowned here she was like you know and she doesn't sort of lead on to anything and alice is like come on we've got to go it it, it was a bit of a throw not a throw but a hint to me that she's there's something sinister about it because as soon as she turns up and she's screaming about these dead people in there she the first thing she talks about she's like oh did you hear about the little boy that's drowned so yeah. it's it's a like normally actually like, oh my god like let me go see we'll see what's happening but she's like no did you hear about the boy that drowned yeah so it seems like i get what you're saying it's definitely not a giveaway and if it's the first time you're watching it, it back in that era but it is a hint yeah it is a hint towards it so these she's saying you know to, uh, she then leads on to the um you know i know this because i was she was she working in the kitchen she was working there, wasn't she? Yeah, she was a cook. She was a cook there, and she says, you know, that, that little boy that drowned, that was my son, his yeah. name is Jason, today is his birthday. And then you know. Yeah, and she sort of then goes on to say, you know, you should have been watching him, you know, this is your fault, he drowned because of you. And I, you know what, I do feel, I do feel quite a lot of sympathy for Mrs Voorhees, because she's quite clearly, she's not... She's unhinged, like, yeah, she's, she's mentally ill. Yeah, child, and she, she feels like Jason's... You do know that light's stuck in your hair, don't you? The pull cord switch. What? The pull cord switch was on your hair, and I've been watching it for ages, and I've, I've only just clocked on what was that. And Charlotte's got a pull cord switch in the bedroom <laughs> for the light, and it's been stuck in a bun and just been... Whenever Charlotte moves ahead, it's been following, and I've just been focusing on it for ages. Oh. So, yeah. It's my little friend. But, yeah, it, it is like a mental illness, but, like, the way... She speaks when it's Jason talking in the head. It is quite, it's so convincing. Like, it's such a good act, uh, yeah. acting performance. Yeah, she's she did really well in this role. I do, she's, as I say, she is the best character out of them all and she is the best portrayed. So then Alice starts sort of backing off, you know, points kudos yeah. to Alice who actually works out something wrong's happening. They end up in a massive fight and, you know, she's, the the hits are pretty like I, I think that the hits are pretty outdated. Like when Alice slaps her, she like flies across the room. Pamela, can I just say, is weak as fuck as well. She gets knocked down bare. She does. She gets knocked down a lot of the time and double tap. Just print double. that one out. Yeah, she has the, so many opportunities to finish it. Get the weapon yeah. off her. Like at least get the weapon off her. She just sort of like <laughs> runs around yeah. crying and then fucks off again. I'm like, just fucking do something. Also, may I add, the gen she puts the generator back on again, Mrs. Voorhees, because she walks, she goes into another cabin, and 
every other fucking lights on but then alice is like oh i know what will be good i'll turn the lights off to make it out like nobody's there yeah. i was like she's just turned yeah. the fucking generator on so yeah she's like closing everything making out like it's nobody's home. it was just dumb and dumber wasn't it it was, it was. between and someone was who like, couldn't hide and someone who couldn't fight i did like the bit though where she hid herself in the like the pantry yeah and she like you can see the shadow of her moving in and out and then she leaves and then she starts, the she comes back in and the door opens. Yeah, and so good. she's hammering down. And I think that's sort of like a little kudos to The Shining. Shining yeah. And also Michael Myers in the closet when yeah. she's hidden in the wardrobe. It was quite a... You get the line across her face shot like you do with a yeah. cupboard doors in a, in a Halloween. And I did, yeah. like, I did like that little bit. Yeah, but like as I say, homage. you're absolutely right. Like double tap. She she puts a pan in front of her face, like ends up smashing her across yeah. the face with it. And she's just laid there flat out. At this point, you would not care if you were branded a murderer or not. You would stab the bitch. And even if you want, you're an elderly, it's an elderly woman. You can outstrength her, tie her up, do something like... Yeah, not don't just leave her. Yeah, you, you do something just to stop her being able to come back. But she just... Typical final girl fashion, they just run off and, and leave the killer yeah. to get back up again. Yeah. And as I say, I, I really enjoyed the... I mean, did a little unlocked a fun fact. It's not one of my fun facts, but I did read about it. The soundtrack for, uh, for Friday the 13th only came when the killer mummy, killer, don't let her get away, that came out with it. The song was based, like the soundtrack was based around that sort of feeling oh, that she said. Right. So that only came with that. It had some good scores in it. The it did. It good. had some great scores. But you get the full moon as well. And it's something about a full moon on Friday the 13th. Bad things happen. It was linked. Yeah. It was linked and it was a full moon then as well. So she's out on the dock. Just Alice by this point just fucks me off. So I'm just going to carry on with it. You know, oh, that's a really good idea. I'll just get in a canoe. No. Don't get in a canoe. Mm. Bad move. But Mrs. Voorhees comes for her. She's got the machete now. Bear in mind, this is a fucking lake, so it doesn't lead to a river for an escape. You, in it. You, just you're just going to be in the middle of a lake. lake. Yeah. And she, they, they end up in this massive fight, and she manages... Alice manages to get the machete. I do like the slow motion the, the in this The slow mo shot is good. Like Pamela's face looks a bit silly when she's going, like, shocked that she's got the machete. But you think, fuck that me. That was me pulling a shocked yeah, face. You, you can't see that. You'd still fight back. You yeah. wouldn't just accept that it's done. She's only got a, a handheld weapon. You could try and get out of the way, grab her arm, but she just kind of accepts it, don't she? Yeah, like her and her head off. just comes off It's in a good, good special effect. I enjoyed it for yeah. its time. And it, it, the film needed that just to... Because that is an on-screen, if ever I've seen one, you see the blade going past. Yeah, straight her through. And I, I did love the scene. It was really good. Then the next bit fucking winds me up. Why has she got onto the belt and gone into the she lake? She pulls out a canoe. And she like, wakes up in the next morning and it's like, she's just like floating her hand across the water. Yeah, it's like, pretty what, great what fucking is, night. What is she doing? Why are you in the lake? Like, you you just get on, you'd find the road and just keep fucking walking yeah. and not stop. Get into the lake where you can't get off. Like has a little you, nap. You're trapped. It's fucking ridiculous. All the friends are dead back at the camp. Yeah, she in a it. Nap in a she's, canoe. she's just like, oh, I'll just go for a quick sleep. You can't sleep after yeah. that shit. Quick little canoe nap. And she and... had a nap before the whole shit kicked off, so she wasn't tight. Yeah, she just sleeps. No excuse. She's the laziest final girl known to man. I feel like this has turned less into a Friday the Thirteenth review and more of why Alice is just a shit, really. But I do agree. She's she's a knob, but. Even so, once again, the bit that always makes me jump at the end, it's the final bit where Jason comes out of the water because you don't expect it. And he sort of grabs a hold of her neck and drags her down. And she wakes up in the hospital screaming and they're all like, calm down, yeah, everybody's dead. Sorry, how bad. And she's talking about the boy in the lake and they're like, we didn't find any boy. So you never know if that's a dream or not. Yeah. And she's like, but that means he's still there. And that's literally it. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah. Do you not think they'd have recovered Jason's body? Yeah, they would. They, they definitely should have done, unless he was not found. But it's a lake. It, it's not going it, anywhere. You found it. Yeah, it, it, a lake can only be so deep, and it only goes soon. And you'd see where he drowned. It won't be able to recover his body. But and Mrs. Voorhees doesn't seem like the type of mother who'd just be like, "Yeah, leave okay. what it's done now, isn't it? Yeah, just leave him there. Just so, leave yeah, him there. It's one of them things. It's a, it's an error. Not yeah. not an error, but it's something that is left unexplained, which is annoying. But quick question. Do you think that Mrs. Voorhees should have ever worn the hockey mask? No. It's Jason's mask. 
I think that the maybe, the, maybe, the, maybe they could have had some, maybe they could have had some relevance to this. Like, yeah, why a hockey? Jason mask? played hockey because he liked the fact that he could hide his face with a mask. Yeah, because in the second one, he has a sack for his on his head. Yeah, they never, like, they never really developed the, the. Jason Voorhees became Jason Voorhees in in Act Three. Yeah, when does he get the hockey mask anyway? Does it just it's, randomly it's a, appear? It's the third one. I think he just picks it up. It's laying laying about the cabins or something. Oh, right, interesting. And he, he just takes to it. Obviously, it's written in the stars now because you couldn't imagine Jason Voorhees wearing anything it. else. But yeah, it's, it's definitely it's definitely an outcast because it's one of the only killers where they don't really get the final form until the third act when they've got the machete, the mask. I am Jason yeah, Voorhees. Yeah, this it's, is it. First, it's Pamela. Then it's Jason with a bag on his head. But the third, the third one, it's <laughs> Jason it's, Voorhees. It's strong, yeah. Yeah, we like that hockey mask, all don't we? So fun fast, fast. I I wanted a little story time before we got. On How about you this. punching me in the hockey, yeah. hockey mask? Well. Why don't you just tell them the whole fucking story? Why uh, don't you just tried, do it and be done with it? I tried to make Charlotte scared. Yeah. Uh, you, you were standing she, right outside the door. I was standing right outside the bedroom door to the point where when she opened the door, it looked like I was inside a room. <laughs> and I was wearing a very cheap knockoff mask, just a, a hockey mask. It wasn't even yeah. a Jason Voorhees no, mask, it was just, it was a, just hockey a hockey mask. mask. And she wanted to punch, it was like an open fist palm to it the was. face. But obviously the mask, as you'll know, I've like nose um <laughs> nose shapes built into them. So that just went straight into my nose, like <laughs> like proper fucking uppercutted me. And it just it put me on my ass and I was just left there. Not just that, it was I'll never forget the facial like I'll, I'll never forget you laid there with the mask half off. Yeah, just, half hanging off my Just face. laid there, not sure what you'd done. And that was that that was what I was building up to and then I didn't know what he was on about at first. I it's forgot right. about I was, it. I was ready. For, I, I'll never forget about it. It's emblazoned in my memory forever. Yeah, well, I was fucking dizzy off it, so I probably I forget about it so often. Yeah. It's, it's a wonder I killed you, actually. There's, there's you been broke, a few you incidents. You broke bones, punch races. Yeah. Giving you throw, concussion. Thrown laundry baskets. You, Bro- you threw the laundry basket. Broke my ankle. Yes, broke my ankle. Yeah, and broke Eloise's ankle three weeks later. Then broke my own ankle. We was on about this later. the other day. You haven't ever broke a bone, have you? Yeah, I broke my ankle. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh. I broke it. Six weeks after you wrote yours. Karma. Yeah. So, fun fact. <laughs> right, okay. It's everybody's favourite point of the day. Right, before we start the budget, what what am I allowed in terms of... Because obviously, like, what are you going to give me the benefit of the doubt to? Like, what's my plus or minus half a million? I'll give you a million. I'll be generous. Plus or minus half. Like, because... Plus or plus or no, minus. No, are, are there any, like, 13.5s, for example, or is it always a set? Do you know what I mean? Is it decimal? Round it up there? and round it down. So, for instance, if it was like 100 million and you said... Sorry, if it was like 96.7 million and you said 100 million, right. I'll give you That's it. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Right, so what was the budget for this film? 3 million. 3 million? 700,000 US Holy dollars. shit. I knew it would be cheap, but I just didn't think that cheap. Yeah, it was really cheap. And what did it bring in at box office? 55 million. You were close, 59.8 million. Oh! You were very close. Yeah, but if we're rounding that up, I've done it, surely, Anna. No. Or, is it, or is it two every million? Two every million, not two every ten oh! of million. What was it? 55? You said 55 and it was 59.8. Oh. But if I'd have given, 60, you'd have given, I'd have given it if you'd have given 60 or 59 million. Right. You'd have had it. I'm happy with that. I'm getting close. You are getting better. I mean, your budget was a bit shit. Who would you rather question, is it? Mine. Right. So, fun facts. Halloween As was... As you can see, these podcasts are very well planned. Yeah, we're real organised. Bearing in mind that I was laid having a little nana nap and you walked in and then I was like, shit, oh, I had done... Oh, was you asleep then? Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, right. I had done behind the scenes. Um, so, yeah, this was really quick. So, Halloween was an inspiration for Friday the 13th. Obviously, they share similarities. Like, you've got the pantry scene. Yeah. The killer's point of view is a big one. Yeah. So it was a massive inspiration. The original title was not Friday the 13th. It was A Long Night at Camp Blood. Right. Which makes it sound a bit goosebumpsy, actually. Mm. But I don't know if I'd have preferred that. It's a bit long-winded, though. It is, but I feel like Friday the 13th should not be in the Friday the 13th series, if that makes any sense. Mm. It feels like a prequel. Yeah. But it is a prequel, technically, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. Mrs. Voorhees was given a massive backstory by Betsy Palmer, the woman who played her she was a method actor so she tried to get into her head as much as possible and in her mind she gave birth to jason out of wedlock so she was like in high school sort of thing and her parents disowned her because of it so that was why she was very close to jason that's all jason she had, yeah. that's all she had right. and so that was a massive part of her character oh, i'd have liked him to keep that in you know that yeah, would have been good i'd like to see that and 
Jason was never meant to be deformed originally. Jason was just meant to be a normal boy that drowned. But the financer for the movie said that that wasn't good enough and he wanted to create something bigger and more sinister. So that's why Jason was so deformed. It makes more sense because it makes your mother more protective when everyone bullies you and laughs at you and she makes them more protective, especially when each other had a physical disability. You think, well, I love you. Yeah, think, even if nobody else does. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one actor was actually temporarily blinded by the blood, the fake blood, oh, uh, Bill. It was meant to be mixed with something and it wasn't mixed properly and he had to go to hospital for treatment, but it was quite touch and go for one point, like yeah. whether he was going to lose his sight. Kevin Bacon's murder, the one with the arrow through the neck, was so difficult to film that it almost didn't happen because there was no such thing as CGI and things like that. They had to like create a hole in the mattress. Kevin Bacon had to be in like the exact right yeah. place. It took approximately seven hours to position him correctly and to get everything done right and they had to do quite a few takes of it it was very precise and that was really it for friday the 13th that was there weren't a lot of behind the scenes facts or anything that i could pick up so it was quite a short one so my would you rather following on from i I suppose mrs Voorhees sort of like thoughts would you rather murder three innocent children or one person you loved what do you mean by, obviously I know what murder means, but shooting in the back of the head execution style or do I have to like physically stab them? Any any way in which. So let's take it first of all from shooting from the back of the head style so it's no, quite impersonal. No, they're all the same, three innocent kids. Really? Yeah. I don't know, well, obviously a child's death is not great. No, no one's, <laughs> it's not a plus point no in your CV. No one's death is great, but when people say like, oh, they had... The, the children died on a plane. I always go to plane crashes. Like there was twelve kids on board. Well, yeah, but a kid, like a kid, has no one really to depend on him. Like if 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 kids lose their parents, I think it's worse. Like if you if if like it, no one should. It's not good when anyone innocent dies at all. But I think a kid wouldn't under like a kid. They, want, they don't understand the horrificness that can come out of people. They don't understand how horrible the world can be. Yeah. So the, ex- the experience would never be that bad from where is someone who's knows, like, what if I've got my kids at home, my wife, my blah, 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 and I couldn't kill someone I loved. So, yeah, I'd have to go three kids. Yeah, I think I don't think I could kill someone I loved, but I don't think I could kill three kids either. But you have to pick one. I know, that's awful. So which one? <laughs> All right. That was said very simply. Ran, well, this, this could affect your line of work, so <laughs> you are a teacher. So you don't want to say no, yeah, just... Take three kids. Not take kids. Depends how much Eloise pissed me off, really. No, you can't. No, I'm joking. You can't kill Eloise. Eloise is our little sister, by the way, if you haven't gathered it already. Yeah, I suppose it'd have to be three kids. But, okay, I'm adding another option to yours as well, so if you added it, would you rather kill three innocent children, one person you loved, or yourself to get out of it? Three innocent children. Would you? Yeah. I think I'd rather kill myself. I don't think I could do I don't think I've got the... I don't think I've got it in me to do it. No, just gone to the back of the head. Dot look, bang, bang, bang. Done. True. Out Would it affect you if you had to clean it up afterwards? Uh, it yeah, it, 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 I'd, I'd, I'd hate it, but... Oh, no, I mean, would it affect your decision? No. God, you cold bastard. You just say... Not like kids. The, <laughs> the worrying thing is you say it without a blink to the eye, you're like... No, no I, I, obviously it's not a good situation to be in, but I think if I had to pick someone... <laughs> it's not I couldn't, positive. I couldn't pick someone I loved, and I, I wouldn't want to kill myself. Uh... Am I going to be held responsible for it after? Because if I'm off to prison for the rest of my life, then I'll just kill myself. Um, or do I have to get away with it and just live with the fact that... You could get away with it, but you'd have to, like... It wouldn't be just, like, you had automatic right to get get away with it. Like, you'd have to clean up the scene, make sure that you couldn't yeah, be traced. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd go with the three kids. Are you sticking me with your three kids? No, I'd kill myself. Kill yourself, if that was the option. But yeah. if not, three kids. But if not, three kids. Right, so now we're on to the 13-day spooky countdown, door eight, is it now? Yeah, we're on door Bang eight. Bang on in the central. And it's my turn. This is how you do it, and don't fuck your arm up. Yeah, I slice my finger so every you just, week. You just, like, twist it right. like that. You push it in. I think you try to pull yours out. I and think then... so, yeah. Right, okay. What's this, the eighth door? <laughs> yeah, it's the eighth door. Right, door look, I'm not, I'm not looking. Well, this one's really difficult to open. We've had all these ones so far, haven't we? We have, oh, so there's God. no clue. Right, okay. We have... Imagine if we... like It's closed in my hands right now. Imagine if we don't have a fucking clue what it is. We're going to have to pause I it. Think, I think it's going it. to happen sooner or later. Right, okay, so the next one is... What? Well, isn't that fucking Beetlejuice? Yeah. 
What the fuck? What the fuck? That is Beetlejuice, isn't it? I don't know. It has a... Did it... I mean, it looks like Beetlejuice, but actually it doesn't look like Beetlejuice from the top. Like, who the fuck's that? I don't... Wait. It's definitely not... It's not Annabelle. Beetlejuice, an Atman Street, Friday the 13th, Lost Boys, the rest of them on there. Okay, folks, well, the uh, inevitable has happened and we've just realised that the 13 days of Pop Funko Halloween collection double up in some of the cases, which also means we've already done Beetlejuice, so we're not going to be able to do it again. There's no sequels or anything like that. So we have decided, in all our wisdom, that we are going to be doing Insidious by yeah, James Wan. Seeing as we speak about it a lot, yeah. we may as well review it and get we out of it. And I'm looking forward to watching this one because I'm going to love Insidious. Yeah. So yeah, tune in next Monday to, to give that a listen. Yeah, thanks okay. for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.